Welcome to The Art of Being a Mum, the podcast where we hear from artists and creative mothers sharing their joys and issues around trying to be a mum and continue to make art. My name's Alison Newman. I'm a singer, songwriter and mother of two boys from regional South Australia. I have a passion for mental wellness and a background in early childhood education. Alex Williams has been a creative her whole life, from writing songs and poetry as a teenager to dancing, fashion, shooting to fame as an Instagram content creator and her current work as an interior designer. This mother of two hails from Mount Gambia, South Australia. Welcome along, Alex. It's wonderful to have you on the podcast today. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. What is the best way to describe what you do? What do you like to to sort of call yourself? Well, I like to call myself (laughs) um, an interior decorator, interior stylist. Um, uh, Yeah, I love to create, I love to style people's homes and create, um, yeah, interiors that make you very happy to walk into the room pretty much, (laughs) no matter what room that is. Um, I like all kinds of, you know, bedrooms and living rooms and office buildings and, Oh yeah, at home offices and every all the all the interior kind of uh, things that can be done. I love to do it. So yes, interior stylist. That's my name. Very good. And um, could I also call you a, a sort of a Instagram real superstar? Because <laughs> you, hey, you want to call creative. me that? I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> it's so fun. funny. I put that reel up, and then my boss. I also work for Ashley Lauren. Um, and she messaged me and she, uh, we're both obviously quite, um, you know, we're well aware of how Instagram works and we're on it all the time. And she said, oh my God, can you believe how many um, views you're getting on that reel? And I was like, no, I um, could not be more famous. And she was like, I oh, know. And then she Googled it and she said, apparently 3 million is when it's considered to go viral. And um, so now I'm up to 2.8 million. So I'm just waiting for it to tick over. <laughs> that is awesome. It's That's hilarious. Sure. Like who knows how these things work, but I don't, like I've done nothing, you know, it took no kind of smarts or skill. It just, you know, it did what it did. It was hilarious. But yeah, it's funny. And it's so funny because I didn't post it for ages because my husband didn't think it was funny. He's like, That's not funny. <laughs> And I was like, oh, really? And then I showed a couple of girlfriends and they're like, that's so funny. And really, because it's taking the piss out of him, he, that's why he didn't like it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He can't so I don't think going. one single guy has liked it, and but all the women are on board. They're fully on my side. So it's, it's definitely something that women can relate to, that's for sure. Exactly, exactly. I speak to the women. I yeah. speak to the women. <laughs> so have you always been a very creative kind of person, um, like growing up and... I think so in one way or another and it hasn't always been I mean you know growing up I was always the kid in my household that had the clean room and that had the nice things in the room you know the nice bedding and I wanted everything in its right place whereas my siblings were very messy um but uh that was pretty much it I always loved uh I don't do it anymore but I used to love writing songs and poetry 
Um, and then uh, when I moved to Mount Gambia, I got a job at Red Gum Country, a fashion retail store. And I um, even fashion, I think, is such a creative and expressive um you know things so I've always been into fashion and and loved you know dressing up and finding you know things with if it's got a bit of leather or not not real leather fake leather it's got a bit of um sequins or fluff or you know anything that's just a little bit um textural and catches my eye that I just love all that sort of stuff so I think yes on some kind of level I've always been I used to love making jewelry yeah I think I have always been creative in one way or another Yep. So it's it's a recurring theme throughout your life. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So um, your work as as your formal work as a an interior stylist is that something that you've formally started recently, but have been doing for a while as well. Um, I I have only been doing it for me before I obviously launched the business. I yeah I. I just pretty much did my own house and um, you know, you have your friends that say you need to be doing this as a job. It's you're so good at it. And can you come and do my house? And And I couldn't have always brushed it off because it's just such a career change. Um, And then one day I just, and this is me, I just decided I was going to do it and that was it. And I just, and that that's, that's all I think about now. Um, so I started the business before I studied and I've been studying during, um, because I just, I'm, I'm, well, two reasons. I'm really impatient and I love to just do it. I love to get my feet in the water and just start. Um, and also I believe the best teacher is experience. So I, I don't think I could have learned anything as valuable as what I have learned working with my clients so far. And then during working with them, I've been doing courses and um, masterclasses and things like that, which I have loved as well. So it's mm-hmm. been full ball go, just get into it. It's, it's been awesome. <laughs> so that's that's how you tend to sort of do things. You're just like, right, I want to do it, so I'm doing it. Yeah, exactly. I think if anyone can do it, I can do what anyone else can do. And if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Good for you. Love that. Attitude. Yeah. So tell us, um, tell us about your family, Alex. You've got two children. I do. A daughter, Savannah, she's five, and a little boy named Luca, and he is three. So they're two years apart. And I have a husband. His name is Chris. Uh, he is very handy in my business as well because he's, you know, good at the heavy lifting. He's a painter, so he um, is great. He, you know, he's William's way second employee, even though he doesn't know it. the poor thing gets worked quite well so (laughs) um yeah so yeah that's my little family two and I'm done I'm all set with them and yeah also had a, a business recently where you were doing doing a photo booth so yes how did that sort of your creativity about those um fitting in with the kids I suppose like how how did mm. you find that the balance um I guess early on when they're little and then as they've grown up did you find it was a, a good kind of working hours that it suited you well, yeah that's pretty much that wasn't obviously that well not obviously that wasn't so much of a creative path of something like I have always dreamed of owning owning photo booth yeah but right. Uh, that was purely, um, no, not purely, a uh, few different reasons why we opened that. Um, 
you're always in a fun environment. You're never at, you know, you're at some of people's happiest days, their birthdays, their weddings. Um, so we love that. And I'm such a people person. I love, you know, I'm a hype girl. I'm like, yeah, oh my God, I'm so excited for you. You look amazing. Like I'm all about that life. I don't care if I know you or not. Um, so that was right up my alley. When I, so before I had children, I worked all day at uh, Red Gum at the retail store. And then I taught dance at nighttime until, you know, late hours of the night. So I was very busy. I love to be busy. I love to be doing things. Um, so when I was pregnant with my daughter, obviously both of those jobs stopped. The teaching wasn't something I loved teaching. Um, but it wasn't something I wanted to continue because the hours are after school hours into night, which is in my mind was when I was only going to have time to see my kids because they'd be at school eventually. So that wasn't a career path I wanted to continue on. Um, and I wasn't going back to retail. That was just, you know, I, I did like it while I was there and I met some of my best friends working there, but that was um, a chapter to close as well. But I said to Chris, there's no way I cannot work, uh, like not do anything. So what can we do? And him and I were just brainstorming one night and he said, we'd had a photo booth at our wedding. And he said, why don't we open a photo booth business? There's only one, there was only one in town, I think at that time, possibly two. Um, and they were blowing up and everyone wanted them. And we've got a pretty big town here. So we knew a third could definitely be supported. Um, so that was it. We decided to do that. I wanted something where I could still stay home with the kids during the week, well, with Savannah during the week. Um, so that was perfect. It was it was nighttime work on a weekend where Chris's parents could watch her. Um, so it just really fit well into our lives. That's what that's how that started. It just was one of those things that was just going to fit perfectly and still where I can earn my own money and and you know contribute to. I just like to. I, I, I know I noticed one of your questions later is do you need your an identity besides being a mother and I'm like a billion times yes <laughs> <laughs> well we can talk oh, about that now if you want to yeah <laughs> oh, yes, I, I couldn't just I know just being a mother that's that's a sentence that sounds a bit sad I didn't want to just be a mother that's not the way I think of it but Oh, no, I, I didn't yeah. be a mother. <laughs> yeah. When I say it, I sort of, I like to do air quotes because you're never just mm. a mum. But yeah, that's, so that's, I didn't yeah. want to be just a slave. That's what it's like at the start. Let's be honest. You're yeah. getting nothing from this newborn and you're giving every single thing that you've got to, yeah. to um, this little human. So, yeah, I definitely needed something else that I could and some adult interaction. Um so yes, that's how that happened. And we've recently just sold that business um, because that's it was weekend work and now the kids are a bit older. I can work during the week um, and uh, we want our weekends free for the kids. So, mm. yeah. so, it's, yeah, so it's, it's served its purpose. Yeah, and, and, and really ideal for everybody at that time too. It satisfied your need um, for your outlet as well, which like is just so important as a mum. Mm. Um, oh, absolutely, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, look, while we're on the topic, why don't we talk about that now, the, um, the concept of identity? It's obviously very important to you. Let me give you a little context of my life. When I was growing up, my mum was a stay-at-home mum and my older sister um, oh, and, and, you know, any other woman in my life was a stay-at-home mother. Um, my sister had her firstborn when she was young. She's eight years older than me but she was young and so she went straight into motherhood as well 
And no, 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 I'd never seen anyone follow a career path. Uh, and so when I was young, I, that's all I wanted to do. I want to grow up and I want to be a mom and I want to get married and la, la, la. Then when I moved to, I moved from, I grew up in Queensland. When I moved here, I was 18. I got a job at Red Gum with Wendy and I just feel like my eyes were opened. I, these women, these working women, she got me very involved in the community. Um, and I really... Yeah, it's not like I've always felt like that. I've always actually been opposite. When growing up, I wanted to be a mum. And now, and then as I grew up from 18 onwards, I was the complete opposite. I, I loved being a part of the community. I loved getting out there. I loved socialising. I loved doing my own thing and travelling and things like that. So now, yeah, now I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like that then you're um sort of role modeling to your own daughter that there are options out there for women now it's not that 100 percent. that's actually where I was going thank you for saying that that was I, just I read your mind my path then. yeah you really did <laughs> yes that was my point see watching my of my people I'd seen that's all I wanted to do and that's exactly what I don't want to teach my daughter or my son I want him to see that you know, maybe when he grows up, he's the stay-at-home dad and the mum is the one who goes and has the career and Savannah, I want her to be the same. I never was taught that I could have a career or, you know, what are you going to do? And, you know, nothing like that. Mm. And now I am, yeah, if I had my time over again, I'd be definitely going straight into career first and and going all in. So I want I want her to definitely learn and watch me take over the world yeah good stuff <laughs> so she can that, that's awesome. you find it very important that that your children see that you are I'll use that again more than just their mother that you actually mm. are Alex that has an existence that is outside of of that mothering role that's important absolutely absolutely yeah and I feel like when well from my personal experience when you think of like my mum well she left when we were 12 so I didn't have her for very long but thinking of her from when I was younger I always was very much like that I was like mum's mum she's there to make me a sandwich and she's there to put me to bed and she's that's that I remember that being my thought process I never saw her do she never socialized with any of her friends I never saw her do anything um, obviously it was different back then as well that was definitely the culture you know the stay-at-home mom and uh, that sort of thing but yeah I think that's a little indulgent for children to be able to think that way and um, uh, and a little not selfish but yeah I think it's important for them to know that they're not the be-all and end-all of the entire world and they're not the center of the universe you love, like obviously I love them more than life itself and I'll do anything for them but I don't want them to think that my life revolves around them. Mm. You're still, you're still your own. That yeah, it's not going to set them up for a real world. Yeah. <laughs> no one else is going to think like that. <laughs> that's it. You just, you, it's, it's, unre- it's unrealistic. It's like what your mum modelled to you. And then when you mm. got out there, you went, oh, actually, there is something different. It's like you don't want your children to have that terrible realisation all of a sudden that, life could have been different for them different. at some point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's right. Yeah. No, for sure.
Oh, now I want to touch on, you mentioned that you were a dancer. Did you keep dancing through your pregnancies? Uh, yes. Yep. So I taught, uh, I was still teaching with Savannah. So I taught up until I was, uh, I can't remember, seven or eight months pregnant, I think. I'm pretty pregnant. And I look back on some of the dance teaching videos and I was like, oh, I competed. I competed. I was six months pregnant when we won a um, Melbourne hip hop championship. So that was exciting. Well done. Um, so my photos of me holding a trophy with my little bump. So <laughs> very, very cute. Um, and yes, yeah, still dance with Luca when I was pregnant with him. I was asked to be in Swinging with the Stars that year. Kim Seller, who owns Hype, um, one of the owners of Hype, she asked me to be in it and I hadn't told anyone I was pregnant. I said, you know, I'd love to, but guess what? I'm actually pregnant and this poor guy won't want to lift me by the time Swinging with the Stars comes around. <laughs> He's going to get a good 20 kilos more than what he bargained for at the start. <laughs> <laughs> so but yes yes I have never stopped dancing there hasn't been a year I haven't danced since well hype's been open for 12 years so since then mm. and and again that's something that you've got that um you know satisfies your need and and gives you that creative outlet as well that's separate to the family side of life too. yeah that's right another hobby mm -hmm. for Absolutely. sure for sure yes I can attribute a lot of um my husband's amazing he's very supportive in you know if I'm like I'm going to the gym or I've got dancing or I've, I'm going to do a consult or I'm doing this and that he's very supportive he's like yep yep and he knows what he married so <laughs> he doesn't he's not much surprised <laughs> And I'm the same with him. He's playing, he plays footy and he, you know, loves to go golfing. And we're very, uh, we're very much like, we know we need to go and do our own thing and we need to be our own people. Um, and so we try and definitely give each other as much time to do that as we can. When you first had Savannah, how, how did you feel? How was I? Horrible. It was horrible. It was the hardest thing I have ever done. And it got no easier when I had Luca. When I had Savannah, I think, well, because I don't have, I mean, my mum was here, but we're obviously, as I mentioned, she um, had left when we were quite young. So we're not, we don't have a, a super close, you know, mother daughter bond that um, a lot of the people I see have. Uh, so I feel like possibly because I didn't have only Chris is literally my support. He's my support system. So I think because I only had him, not only had him, he's great. Um, but yeah, he doesn't know anything about being a mum because he was doing it at the same time I was. <laughs> so um, yeah, I really struggled. I found it the most difficult. Yeah, I don't know. I think the breastfeeding that that was I remember that being just I remember thinking that was going to be so easy they just latch not didn't even know the word latch they're just like oh la, la. and then you, you have them and you're like what the hell is this oh my god everything hurts everything is so hard everyone's telling you different opinions and one of I'd only had one other friend who'd had a baby so it was just, yeah, it was really difficult. I was very, very sad, <laughs> very sad for probably the first three months. And then we decided to sleep train her. Um, I know everyone's got different opinions on that. We decided to sleep train her, took two nights. It was the best thing we've ever done. And, she, and yeah, I was just a different human once I started getting some sleep. Um, yeah, everything became a bit easier and a routine. So, yeah. And then Luca came along two years later. And I fell in a heap again. I was just like, oh, God, this is no easier. I had a two-year-old running around and 
yeah I don't know I just it wasn't for me not the newborn thing Mm -mm. I (laughs) love their ages now but would literally prefer to walk the depths of hell than have a newborn again (laughs) I'm not even kidding (laughs) I'll quote you on that one (laughs) yeah you can (laughs) but that's the truth though isn't it I think I don't think enough people are honest about Mm -hmm. it's it's not all sunshine and roses and sparkles it's it's bloody hard work and it's it's not easy no it's definitely not and it depends on your support system I think I think it depends on who you've got around you to help you and um and you know people have good babies not good babies but people have different kinds of babies some babies are great some babies are just harder than others some have colic I don't know you know there's just so many variables that no one that's why no one can tell you what it's going to be like because no one knows Mm. you're just going to have to wait and see yeah surprise yeah here you go here's one it's never gonna so lucky though healthy and happy but oh my god yeah so were you able to then once we'll talk about savannah like you're able to as she got older, you got more sleep, able to return to some of the things that you really wanted to? Yes. So, so I never stopped dancing, which was great. Um, but when I used to go, it would literally be, I'd, um, I stopped teaching, but I went just to, I think I was doing two classes a week um, when I could, you know, after the six weeks when I could go back. And um, every, every time for the first, oh, I can't even remember, maybe like two to three months, Chris would message me and say, home as quick as you can. And I'd find him, you know, on the bathroom floor with a hairdryer going or the vacuum going, just trying to calm her down until I'd got home. (laughs) We were honestly like the blind leading the blind around here. Um, So, you know, but every week I was like, good luck, see ya. (laughs) I'll be back. Like it was the one or two hours a week that I had. So I definitely kept doing that. Um, and then probably she started going to childcare and, um, I was, that was pretty much just for me time. I wasn't, I I did a little bit of photo booth work, but that pretty much, that wasn't like a big, um, you know, admin job. That was mainly when you're at the events on the weekend. So yeah, look, just being able to eat lunch in peace and, and clean the house and, you know, actually get a job finished. That was, I highly recommend that. I feel like some parents um, or mums who don't have a job, they'd never have a day off from their child. And it's like, uh, no, you need to be getting that child into childcare and having a day to yourself. You might need to get your eyebrows done. You might want to cook a meal. You might want to go out for lunch with someone. And, you know, absolutely. That is so important. Teacher that, but I mean, at some point they're going to have to go to school and kindy. So you might as well get them used to, little kids you know hanging out with other kids before they get so old that they know different you know when they're young and they're you know under two they're like so palatable is that the world (laughs) yeah yeah you can sort of just make them do whatever Um, (laughs) they don't have this little sass attitude where they'll tell you what's up so yes I um she started doing that and then I can't remember I was I I must have had Luca already and I was at a women in business dinner and um, Kelly Nobes, who worked for Ash, 
who does still, um, she was pregnant. And so I walked over to the table. I didn't really know. I knew Ash and Kelly, but I didn't know them super well. But I was just like, I would love that job. Oh, what a time. Yes, that is right up my alley. And so I just walked over there and I was like, hi, girls, how are you? Um, Just so you know, if you need someone to replace Kelly, I'm your girl. And that was it. She hired me straight away. (laughs) So that was fantastic. I love that. And I've been there for a year and a half, two years, I think. Um, So, yeah, that was another little I added because Luca, uh, Luca was probably a year old by that stage. So I was ready to take on a bit more work. Um, and I, yeah, worked there two days a week with her. So yes, yes, <laughs> it was great timing to sort of start something new and get a bit more back into the work, work industry again. Yeah, absolutely. And another example of you deciding you want something and just going and doing it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Fear, I, I, I'm always I'm always scared, but I'm very big on the just because like scared can't be the reason you don't do something. You can be scared, be as scared as you like, but you still got to do it. You still have to do it. So I was like petrified to walk over to that table, um, you know, in front of everyone and la la. But I was like, well, you still have to do it though. Like you can't not do it just because you're a big scaredy cat, like get to it. (laughs) So yes, Uh, I went, that's the best thing. You just got to, you got to take what you want. Like, yeah. The world, yep. the world's big and, and they're lucky to have you. Whoever you are, if you want to do something and you know you're good at it, go and do it. I'm definitely quoting you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love Become that. a me, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. So um, something else I like to explore with my guests is the concept of mum guilt, and I'm going to put that in yes. words again. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's your take on that? How do you feel about that? Whole mm, oh, yeah, I feel like mum guilt is definitely a thing. Um whether you want to call it that or not definitely I feel I feel the mum guilt but I don't really let it weigh me down Mm. I I feel like yeah oh you know I might not be so well this is a great example I've got my my son's home with me two days a week he goes into care three days a week and he stays home with me two days a week and on those two days I'm working from home for my business uh, or for Ash or I'm doing something you know around the house or I'm cleaning or there's a million things to be done. If I hadn't taken on a second job, which is my interior design, I would have all this time in the world to spend with him and, you know, whatever, you know, play. And sometimes I think, oh, he's getting the raw end of the stick. But then I think he's not really. He's so happy to be here. He's happy to have a couple of rest days because the other days he's so busy and going and doing stuff. And I think at the end of the day, you might feel guilty doing something or going here and doing something for you, but you can see, you can see that your child's happy. Like I can see my kids are always happy. Um, When I leave the house, I do leave the house a lot. Like I'll go to the gym or I'll go to dancing or I'm going to a consult or I'm going to see a client about something or I'm going to do a job. And they're quite often, especially Savannah, she's like, please don't go again, mum, please don't leave me. And you do, you feel bad and you think I'm sorry. And, but you know, what are you going to do? Chris will message me and I won't have been down the down the end of the street and he'll be like, she's fine. Mm. And and I always think this is what when I start to feel guilty, I think, do I have any memories of my mum leaving to go and do something? No, because it happened every single day. It's not something that's going they're going to remember. It's not going to impact them. Mm. You know, it's not going to scar them for life that you've gone to the grocery store. Like just yeah. I really, I'm really not into um the 
yeah the guilt thing I just I mean obviously I feel it but it's not going to stop me from doing whatever needs to be done that day and, and you can definitely gauge those moments you know if she's sick or you know or something and they really do need you I'm you know they're the moments where you're like no worries like I, I won't go today or I can I can skip that that's easy you know we'll stay home and you know I think every mother can tell what their child really needs and when the child is just putting on a show because hmm. they do it every day so you just have to start to learn which shows you need to pay attention to <laughs> And also, I think I've been home with you all day or like we've been together, you know, we spent three hours this morning together and then two hours this afternoon, your father's just walked in the door. You can't spend half an hour with him before while I'm gone. I think you can. Like, it's not, I'm not a one parent show. You've got two and you need to learn to enjoy both. Do you find that that experience that you have as a mother might sort of sneak through into the way that you reflected in the way that you might put a room together? I think definitely. I think that uh, the experience of being a parent and a mother um, probably affects everything, every every way, everything I do in life. Uh, it great. It gives great perspective of on you know when you're when you're younger and you don't have children and you think I'm so tired and now you think lol that was funny. Like it gives you such good perspective on actual what's really hard in life. <laughs> Yep. Um, and so it definitely, it, it, I, yeah, I love the perspective it gives being a mother um, and definitely in my design work, especially when doing um, family homes, uh, if the family has children, it's always very handy because you just, it, yeah, it gives me such a great insight as to what actually needs to be considered, the height of a bench, how sharp it's going to be, where coffee table is going to sit. Are they going to be able to run through without, you know, hitting, a t you know, 10 different things, what their bedrooms are going to look like and how they're going to use them. So yes, definitely, definitely handy. Mm. Having kids is, yeah, gives great perspective on all things in life, whether you realise it or not, probably. Yeah. And I guess you'd be able to maybe make recommendations to clients that might not have considered something because you've got that experience so definitely yeah, especially doing like nurseries and things like that with new yeah when they're when they're new I think my main thing is don't spend too much because it's going to get covered in vomit <laughs> <laughs> don't make it too expensive because if you want to throw it out and it's expensive you won't whereas if it's not too bad you just like throw it out don't it I don't want to look at it let's not even bother with it no no yeah I, no I, and I guess too, because you've been there, you realise that maybe um, I don't want to say things are, the things that they think are important maybe aren't as important. I don't want to say it in that way, but has a nice. But, way yeah, I feel like it's always nice for someone to be able to give you some guidance. If from uh, I am like this in life, if someone knows something more than me and they've had a more experience with something, I want them to share their um their opinions with me I, I feel like a lot of people get their back up when someone tries to tell them I mean obviously there's ways of doing it tries to tell them a certain way but if someone has more experience in something than you do and I'm loved like especially with my line of work with carpenters and things like that they know so much and I want to learn it all I you know learning how to use the drill for the first time a couple of years ago like I don't do it for me I want to learn how to do it and I'm more than happy to take on the criticism and the 
uh, constructive criticism, not just criticism. <laughs> and, you know, I'm happy to listen and tell me as many times as it's going to take for me to get it right. Um, and I think that about everything. I think if someone knows more than you and obviously they're happy and willing to teach you in a kind way, then it's amazing. Like you can never learn too much and every everything in life is going to turn into a skill if you can learn it the right way. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Alex. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye.